comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. High snap to DeVito. Give to Tucker. It's pulled out of his belly. DeVito walks into the end zone himself. A six-yard rushing touchdown orange. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It is a Stantonian home run. Giancarlo. Nozipo Stavalo. DeVito takes the snap with Harris in motion. Hands off. Tucker feels his way wow. in around his own man, and he scores untouched. It's a touchdown for Sean Tucker. Judge swings and drills one to deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Into the left field seats. A Judgian blast. Rourke steps up. Rourke gunning near side left. Intercepted by Chestnut. As impressive a debut game as you're going to see from a freshman corner. This is Double Down with Michael Lear and Tommy Hogan. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday of Double Down. It's probably the show that I'm the most excited for every week. But today in particular, this is Double Down on ESPN Radio and, of course, QSportsTalk.com. It's the best, the livest, the most fun sports gambling show in Central New York. It's on 97.7, 100.1, but at QSportsTalk.com, you get to really party with us. We're live on camera the whole hour. You get us during commercial breaks. It's a really, really fun way to consume the show. You can join us in the chat. We got some people popping in there already. And today's going to be a sweet show. We have our NFL picks. And if it's your first time listening, first of all, where you been? But welcome. Excited to have you. What we do for college football is we just pick it straight. What we do for the NFL is a draft of the board where you cannot pick the same game as the other guy. Speaking of the other guy, Tommy Hogan, dressed up, ready for your Thursday show. How you doing, my man? Ready to go. Big show today, Mike. Thursdays are always big, you're right, but we got some big J energy coming into studio today. We usually go equipment manager here when we're not getting denied by uh, Rutgers and uh, Liberty. And But this week we got the man on the call. We've both, we're at Syracuse with him, we both know of him, you know him a little bit better than I do, but I'm excited for Drew, but I'm excited to get this draft going. You, to- you stole a couple of my picks last week and now I've got to... Uh, Get some strategy here when I when I pick when I make my picks. Drew Carter is going to join us, so that's that's next after a couple of NFL picks. Then we'll pick the rest of the NFL board, and we wrap it up with our six pack. So join us for the end of the show. I have a massive teaser that's going to go as my six pack. It probably breaks the rules of what the six pack is, but it's a sick teaser. It involves the Bills. It's going to be a fun uh, a fun teaser to round out my six pack and my week, and hopefully uh, have a head start going into the weekend. All right. Let's start off with the NFL board. So I get first pick this week because on Monday nights, we do a prop bet contest. We each get five props. Whoever wins the unit battle there gets first pick. My first pick is never my favorite bet. Sometimes it is. It might be, I guess. But it's always the one that I think Tommy's going to take first. So if you look behind me on the QSportsTalk.com stream, let's uh, let's rotate that a little. There you go. We got the whole NFL slate on the whiteboard behind me. And the game I'm taking off the board is the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers could keep this one within the number if they have a game plan to kind of frustrate Mahomes and try to slow him down. The Chiefs defense has major issues. But offensively, we know what the Chiefs are. And the Chargers' red zone offense has been bad, so that's why I think the total 
is a little bit low for a Chiefs game and a game with Justin Herbert on the other side. So I'm taking Chargers, Chiefs, over 54 and a half. I don't really like the spread at six and a half, but 54 and a half is a spicy number to take the over with Mahomes and Herbert out there balling on a Sunday afternoon, one o'clock game. This game could be 198. So I'm taking the over Chargers, Chiefs, 54 and a half. Mike, you took the game that was fifth on my board, so you don't know me as well as you think you do, all right? Uh, So I'll get into my pick. My first overall pick still on the board. Thank you very much. Arizona minus seven and a half. They've been the big winner of the NFL season the first two weeks. Jacksonville, the biggest loser. They look really bad. Arizona's coming off of a win where the Vikings... As Vikings of a football game as it as it gets, their kicker misses a kick late, so they've got energy riding high towards the end of that one. Some momentum. Arizona minus seven and a half. Dude, I don't hate that line, but I do hate the the history. I don't know why I'm getting psyched out by this. The history of zero and two teams winning that third game or just improving in that third game is bad. But I also think. Urban Meyer's brain got to be in absolute shambles right now because he's used to winning. Like in college football, he won 80, 90% of his games, and now he's 0-2 with a bunch of professional athletes around him. His brain has got to be in shambles today. Urban Meyer, I believe, had just over 30 losses in his college football coaching career. He's going to probably pretty close to half that this season with Jacksonville. He's not used to this whatsoever. It's ugly. Yeah, it's not. I, I I don't hate that pick at all. Thank 315-437-7644 is the number. If you want to call in, give us any of your picks. We're happy to. We're not taking them off the board for us, but we're happy to chime in on your picks as well. Um, or join us on QSportsTalk.com. We'll put some picks in there. and We'll uh, we'll talk about them. Tell you what we think of your picks. All right. My second pick in the draft. Still nothing off my board, really. Let's see what I want to go. I will take the second pick. First pick of the second round. Give me the Vikings plus two against Seattle. Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson. The Vikings very likely could be 2-0. I mean, I know you can say that about a lot of teams. Like, they, they could have won both their games. They could have won here. They could have won Fair, there. Fine. Vikings were a missed field goal last week from being at least 1-1. One and one. Their offense was really good against a really good defense last week. Seattle's coming off a loss. Seattle was terrible in the fourth quarter, so they're sitting on a bad fourth quarter and then a loss last week. Vikings are 0-2. They're definitely... I don't want to say they're definitely going to not end up at 0-3, but their season's on the line. Like They're going to play wow. all the way to the final whistle. They're going to bail everything out they can. So give me the Vikings plus two against Seattle. Are you calling week three a must win for the Minnesota Vikings, Mike? Early. I think the Vikings are going to treat week three like a must win. You can't go 0-3. And, and I mean, if you go 0-3, not that your playoff hopes are shot, but they're already at plus 200 to make the playoffs at 0-2. So historically, I know it's a 17-game season this year. They're going to play it like a must win, yeah. All right, well, my second pick that was on my board is still available, so I'm pretty happy that I've got my first two here. Carolina minus eight. It's the Thursday night game. Davis Mills is starting for Houston. I talked about on a Brent show, that neck, I'm not betting on that neck. That neck is unbelievable. out of this world. It's that big. It's out of this world. Um, give me Carolina minus eight. They've looked pretty good early. One of the more impressive teams in football so far this year. 
Sam Darnold now with a legitimate coaching staff can run an offense. Dude, he that's can win a lot of games. points. That's all right. That's a lot of points for a team that's overachieved. Carolina's in their first two games has been way better than we actually think they are. Uh, they've been the Jets, and then yeah, they, I guess they overachieved against the Saints. You weren't expecting that, but still, we expected them to be a middle of the pack team. I think they'll be fine. I think they can win this game by eight. I know it's or by it'll be like a 10, two touchdown game somewhere around there. I'm fine with minus eight. I, I totally okay with it. In the NFL, you just said a game is going to be somewhere between 10 and 14, which is such a massive difference. I'm going to have Carolina in my teaser at the end of the show. But, dude, I think eight is – I mean, you're, you know what? You'll start off a Thursday night football potential L, and that's okay. You know, it's not the worst way to start your weekend. Yeah. Um, this is Double Down if you're just joining us. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Central New York sports gambling. We are going to have a big Syracuse pick right after Drew Carter joins the show um, a little bit later on. So we're just waiting for Drew to pop in, and it'll be fun. We're going to talk all things SU football with him, the big Liberty game that he's calling. But we're going to have a Hughes football pick at the end of that. I think we can get one more round of this draft in, though, before we bring Drew in. Uh, he uh, He's just driving, so it's all about traffic at this point, which also you would wonder if he would big league us. He kind of small leagued us by saying, yes, I can be on your show. I want to come into the studio and really do it right with you Baller. guys. Baller. I love it. New Very Mafia. Cool by him. All right. So the next game that I will take off the board, this is my first pick, third round, last round of the segment before we talk SU football and then eventually end up with uh, our final two picks towards the end of the show. Where do I want to go with this? Oh, I love this one. This is a two-unit play for me here. Okay. I didn't put it in my first couple because I know you're not going to take it. One may say you're doubling down. Double down. Atlanta, two units plus three against the Giants. You've got a proven bad team in the Giants. like A a team that is confirmed, no doubt about it, a bad team. Playing a team that's maybe bad? With a quarterback that can maybe get it done? So give me the team that's slightly less bad or has a little bit of upside. If I'm getting points, I'll take Atlanta plus three because I just don't think Matt Ryan can be horrible. Love that pick. Had that one on my board. Love it. Um, However, my first three are still on my board. So I'm going to go Rams plus one and a half. They're playing the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, get out of my face, Tom Brady. Get out of my face, Gronk. He was talking crap to Peyton. You could tell there was some beef going on there. Peyton handled it like a champ. Gronk's coming on his show talking crap. Get out of here, Gronk. Give me Rams plus one and a half. I think the Rams are really, really good. That could be a a, uh, NFC championship preview right there. Uh, So I'll take Rams plus one and a half. In LA. Was, so they're going to be pumped. It's in LA in that beautiful stadium. They've got the defending champs coming in. The place is going to be nuts. Love that pick. I like Bruce Arians to win that game. I think that it's going to come down. Basically, I was looking at the total for that game and I was really considering taking the over. I think I'm going to pull one of our uh, consistent viewers, consistent listeners, Scooter. He loves to tell us to live bet things, and I think that's a great play here. Mm, you I trust think your eyes. The, the first possession of the first possession Tampa has the ball in that game, you're gonna know it's either definitely the over or definitely the under. They're either gonna air it out and really just try to push the football all over the fo- field, 
or it's going to be power football. Let's just play to Aaron Donald. Let's show him that we're not going to get pushed around the whole time. I was really looking at the total in that game. I think I'm going to live bet it. So I know that that doesn't count on our board or any of that crap, but we will be live betting that game a hundred percent. I'll text you when I bet it just so that I can brag about it on Monday show. But I also had Tampa at minus one. I, I just think that Bruce Arians can out coach that game and win it on the road. McVay is a very good coach. I don't understand why all of a sudden Bruce Arians, he gets this championship and you're looking at him as this guy that's going to out coach. Because he got a championship. That's best, why. Yeah, but he's going to. McVay was just there a couple of years ago and he had to play against the best coach in the history of the sport. So, I mean, McVay's pretty good. All right. I mean, fine. You think Arians is a better coach? McVay's pretty good. They've got a pretty good coach on the other sideline, too. I don't think it's going to be much of an advantage there. I don't know. I really like, I just think Tampa's going to get it done. I think Tampa, we're forgetting how good Tampa is because of them. I think they've underperformed this this year so far. And I think that they're legit. I think the Rams have overperformed. And I was big on the Rams last week too. I made a lot of money on the Rams last week when Thanks. I put them in all kinds of different stuff. But I really like Tampa just to pull it out, dude. I think Brady's going to be Brady and remind us that he's all Brady. Um, the, the live look from Drew Carter is that he's turning on to Walton right now. He's uh He's locking it in for us and going to pull up and and talk a little SU football. I'm excited to bet this game, and I think something that Coach Babers said, whether it was today or not, I'm not sure, but I know that the soundbite aired today on all of our uh, all of our shows about potentially some guys being banged up that weren't banged up before and all that like question marks. That's going to change my bet a ton. Um, so I'm actually really excited that I didn't bet the game until today. Um, but I'm excited to see what Drew has to say about it. And uh, I got a couple of fun questions for him too. But just to recap our NFL picks through the uh, through this first little slate. So we did first three rounds of the draft. Tommy has Arizona minus seven and a half, Carolina minus eight. And the first underdog that he's ever taken in the NFL, Rams plus one and a half. I've got Chargers Chiefs over 54 and a half, Vikings plus two, Falcons plus two, a lot of great games still on the board. Um, I think my favorite bet is still on the board, and I got one for the six pack too. Well, How do you feel sense. about your first three picks, Tommy? Were those your top three? Those I got my top three picks, so I love it. You don't know me as well as you think you do, since you thought you were gonna steal my picks. I haven't had to get into the strategy that I was planning for so far. So that's a great first half of the draft for me. Mel Kuyper would be loving <laughs> that draft. I would have got an A from Mel Kuyper, maybe a B plus from Todd McShay. He's a little bit more stingy, but Kuiper's giving me an A for my first half of the draft there. You can tip your cap to both of us because uh, I honestly don't rank. I only It was kind of weird for me today knowing that I had the first pick because I could think all day about what my pick was going to be. I really like that Chiefs over, um, so that's going to make me happy. But again, I have a sweet teaser, a very, very cool teaser that involves the Buffalo Bills. Tommy told me I could not bet against the Bills because in yesterday's show, we had Pinto Ron, a legendary guest in the Double Down era, um, on the show yesterday. He was super fun. So if you want to listen to yesterday's show, we gave all of our college football picks. I have one play for tonight. I have two plays for tomorrow. And then, of course, we both have a bunch of plays for Saturday. We're also going to be putting graphics up at Q Sports Talk on Twitter. You should get a maximum for the amount of teasers you can play a week. I've heard enough of your teasers. Why? I've heard enough of Dude, them. Dude, teasers are the way to win money. There's so much money in teasers. I don't know. If if, if that was the case, everybody doing it, it's too much. Everybody Get over yourself. Get over yourself. Use the line that Vegas gives you. Get over yourself. Like Lincoln Riley this week. Get over yourself. 
I don't know a gambler that doesn't use at least one teaser a week. Vegas knows Get the line over for myself, reason. dude. Yeah. I'm trying to make money. And when we roll into Tuesday and I'm up 10 units on you, well, that's where I'll be teaser. like, yeah, Tommy, maybe. You just don't know how math works with plus six and a half. So? <laughs> you you were unable to look at like a minus seven and a half line and be like, what does that become if I put it in a teaser? There's a lot of money on, in teasers. Dude. You know One I'm good Sunday, at mental I'll math. I'll you down. I'll explain some math to you, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll walk through what a teaser actually is. For anybody who doesn't know, you get the line six points better than it is. All you got to do is put two lines together, and if you put five lines together, you're a rich man. You're Too good to be true. Man. It's a trap. That's what I want to be. It's a trap. Absolutely not a trap. Teasers are awesome. Um, I have a three-way teaser. That's in the six-pack end of the show. We do have Drew Carter coming in, but there are our first three f- football picks from each side. Well, to step aside and be back with a lot of Syracuse football talk, it's going to be fun. This is Double Down on ESPN Radio. This is Double Down with Michael Lear and Tommy Hogan. Double Down on ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us, as always. Also on QSportsTalk.com, you get to see... Three of the top 20 most handsome dudes that were on. I'll take third of the three of us just because I was less handsome then than I am now. I mean, Borat's um, number but... one, right? <laughs> Borat's a good looking dude. That was the voice of Drew Carter, who you will hear if you're not going to the Syracuse football game tomorrow on ACC Network. Michael Lear and Tommy Hogan here, but really fired up to have Drew here. Drew, this is like the biggest homecoming right out of college you've seen is the red carpet just being rolled out for you everywhere you walk in the city. <laughs> well, yeah, Jordan Kaposi opened up the lift gate for me to come in the parking lot. So that's basically the same thing, right? Well, I'm, I'm really happy to be here guys. Thank you for bringing me on. I'm a little offended though, that Michael Lear couldn't be bothered to come in studio. This guy's on zoom. <laughs> I come back to Syracuse for the first time in two years. And Michael Lear is in Utica. What are we doing? I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, I have pathetic. a job. I have to work somewhere until five o'clock every day. It's the off season, <laughs> dude. You can make the drive for Drew Carter. Come you're, on. You're telling me your job with the Utica Comets is a nine to five. <laughs> oh yeah. Michael Full time. Dude, it might be a, it might be an eight to six some days. Oh, oh, yeah. eight to six. The little violin is coming out yeah. already. Get over Give me yourself. a break. We all work in sports before, before I came on Michael. So for the folks at home, we don't know. And nobody would because who cares? Michael Lear and yep. I used to work in the same minor league baseball league in the summer of 2018. I was in Auburn, New York. He was in Aberdeen, Maryland, right? Aberdeen, Maryland. Oh, yeah. And Michael Lear works at the nicest stadium in the league by a mile. Cal Ripken Jr. is financing this thing himself. And I'm only half kidding. It was Cal Ripken's facility, I think is what it was called. And Michael's complaining about how cold it is in the booth. I'm like, dude. I have to pay $3 for a hot dog, and it's the only <laughs> thing I've eaten all day, and our printer doesn't work in the office, and the team just folded the year after I was there. Stop complaining about the AC. He's a diva. You're I've right. got to know that. Yeah. It was so nice. Yeah, yeah. Cal just made that building so nice for us. It was difficult. <laughs> um, all right, so we have to ask you one boring question before we actually get to the fun stuff. Sure. Can you give us like a 30-second outlook on the game? Like, Give us like the open to the broadcast tomorrow so that we can at least say we asked you a serious question about the football game tomorrow. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you asked because I was kind of workshopping this on the drive. So I live in, in Hartford, Connecticut now, so I just drove up here. And I was workshopping this on the way over. I think I'm going to say 
the Cuse is in the house on a Friday night at the Carrier Dome. But it's a blackout or something like that. Like it's electric or no, I'm sorry. It's a whiteout, but it's all black right now because the lights are going to be off because it's the yeah. first night game with fans with the new renovated dome. Something like that. Obviously still in the process of figuring out what I'm going to say. Yeah, you're still workshopping But I think it. we've got a little foundation there. As far as the game itself, I mean, I think it's going to be a really good one. You know, full transparency, I haven't called a really close college football game this year. We did two Wake Forest games where they killed, like, really inferior teams. And so this is going to be really fun to see Syracuse take on a Liberty squad that is really America's darling. I mean, if you look at UCF, they've kind of fallen off over the past couple of years. Liberty beat Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl last year. They're kind of carrying the flag for smaller schools handling bigger programs and this is an awesome opportunity for them to do the same thing that they did last year which is come up to the dome and kill Syracuse and I think Syracuse is a little bit better than they were last year maybe that's just wishful thinking because I am an alum and I am a fan not tomorrow from 8 to 11 but I do hope the program is good and I hope they give us a good game tomorrow but I mean Malik Willis is the real deal Liberty's really good it's going to be a tough test for Syracuse I've got one serious question now before we get into the uh the weird stuff but Last year, Liberty. Yeah, we're gonna get into the weird stuff. We'll get into the Drew weird stuff. We're, we'll get Let's away. Get from, weird. Yeah, we'll get into. We'll get out of the Liberty Syracuse game because we have Drew back. But last year, Liberty they torched Syracuse in the run game. Is there anything you see from either side now that will tell you that won't happen this year? Um, not really. I mean, the numbers for Syracuse's defense are phenomenal. In yeah. fact, it's it's kind of funny. We had a sort of quasi production meeting Monday, and our producer, the lovely Kristen Hennessy, who's based in Syracuse. She said, you know, this is an interesting matchup. It's two of the best defenses in the country. And I just assumed that she misspoke because when I was at Syracuse, there was no chance. I mean, that was unthinkable to think that Syracuse would be a team predicated on stopping someone as opposed to scoring themselves. But the team is so much different than it was when I was here. I graduated in in 2019. Um, I think there's a little bit of hope because the defensive numbers are great. Now, they're obviously with a huge grain of salt. You haven't really played anyone good aside from Rutgers. And the defense looked good in that game. The problem was the offense. I think the defense is slightly improved. I'm really impressed with the front three, and they can rotate six or seven guys there. The linebackers are good, but so is Liberty. I mean, they've got three really good running backs, and we all know how good Malik Willis is. So I'd be pretty concerned as a Syracuse fan about the run game. How many different Malik Willis rabbit holes of YouTube videos have you gone down this week? Was it one of the most fun players you've ever prepped for? Yeah, he's awesome. You know, I'm trying to think of a good comparison because it's so easy to do the Lamar Jackson thing, right? I mean, he's kind of a similar size. He's got kind of a similar play style. But what Dino a, did last night. Yeah. Dino made that reference. Well, he he said that to us today, too. We had our coaches meeting with him, and he said it's a little different, though, because Lamar would go over you. He's like Superman, whereas Malik will go through you. He's like the Incredible Hulk. Mm, And so, obviously, Superman and the Hulk are both difficult to stop. And so, Willis Willis is really good. You know, it's very exciting because Willis could be the number one overall pick this year. I mean, there's a real chance. The two guys in front of him at the quarterback position would be Rattler and Howell. Neither one of them has looked great to start the season, and Willis has. You know, if he puts together a season like he had last year, and I think he's even better this season than he was in 2020, he could end up as the number one overall pick, which is really cool. Now, you mentioned that you haven't called a close college football game yet, but you did call one of the all-time yes. classic high school football games recently. <laughs> Take me through what, what that was like. That was the craziest game I've ever called, Tommy. And if anyone out there doesn't know, you probably saw it on Twitter. It yes. was that wild. So it was Hamilton, which is a team just outside Phoenix, against Bishop Gorman, which is a team from Las Vegas, complete powerhouse, number seven in the country. Gorman comes into Phoenix 
handles Hamilton for the first 46 minutes of this game. And in the last two minutes, Hamilton's down 17 points with a minute, six seconds left, and they win. It was unbelievable. It was just a blur. Field goal, onside kick, touchdown, onside kick, touchdown, two-point conversion. They go for the win, and they get it. It was truly, truly insane how good that game was. Where was that when Bills fans were saying, we're only down two touchdowns, there's five minutes left in the game, scoop, score, onside kick. Every like fan. That. Every That's fan what, has done that. that there's the most, the, yeah. We, now we're, there's, we're back. Uh, we're back yeah. in business. <laughs> yeah, it gives everyone um, hope if exactly. your team's not very good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so when when you're on air tomorrow, I know the book tells you, you know, don't have a storyline. You have to get in and all that stuff. Let the game dictate what you say. What's one fun non-football story or nugget that you found that you're like, wow, I really hope I can get this in tomorrow? Oof, that's a good one. I mean, it's it's a little like, it's kind of like a deluge of things you have going through your mind when you go in to prep a game. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, Liberty has this guy named Robert Rahimi who goes by Rocket. That's kind of interesting. I would like to get Love into it. that at some point. Um, there are some really good nicknames. I'll say, you know, on the same nickname thing, Syracuse's tight ends. You know, we all know, know about Chris Elmore, Rhino, who I was stunned to see is still on the roster. Stunned. Unbelievable. When Been I, there forever. When I started doing this prep, I saw Elmore and I about passed out. And then, <laughs> then I saw Aaron Service and I was like, "Is th- what happened to the space-time continuum for these two guys to still be on the roster? Same with Jarvion Howard. It's crazy. Um, but So Elmore is Rhino, as we all know. But then they also have nicknames for the other tight ends. Uh, Max Mang is the Berlin Bear. Love and then it. Luke Benson is roadrunner because he's the fastest one. So I'm hoping we can get into that at some point. They have to actually throw the ball to the tight ends for us to real- realistically right. do that. So we'll see if that actually happens. A guy with the first name Maximilian, though, doesn't really need a nickname. I know. that's You true. know, like that, that name already <laughs> plays very well. Yeah. But you're back in Syracuse now, Drew. It's been a while. What is the restaurant that you've got to go to tonight that, now that you're back? That's a good question, Tommy. Thank you. We're going to possibilities tonight. Right down the road. Yeah, nice. The, yeah, the crew and I are going to Pasta Bill. We're not going to mess around. You know, I'm not yeah. going to try to pull something from, you know, left field. Right. We go Pasta Billies, We go Dinosaur Barbecue. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. What's the order from there? Pasta Billies, dude. Yeah. I haven't been there in probably three years, so I'm not sure. All I know is I'm looking forward to some bread and yeah. some of that hot sauce that they give you. I don't even need pasta at that point. It's fantastic. So I'll fill up on bread. So tomorrow you're speaking at Newhouse and obviously Matt Park's going to pump your tires and all the students will pump your tires. I was looking at the list of the most famous Drews and like we know Jim Nance Award, congrats. You're calling games on ACC Network already, congrats. You don't have that many people to beat to be like top five or seven. Like the top, the eighth, the, again, this is <laughs> wow. like... Did you find the, a the list, list of, of the like top ten random website. So I found there's a couple different websites I cross-referenced. Okay. So number, obviously, you know, like the top, there's Barrymore, Carey, Breeze. Those are the top few. Right. Drew Bledsoe's number eight. And then when you get to 16, it's an Australian rules football player at like Drew Mitchell. So you could easily get in that top 10 pretty quickly. That's why I do it, really, <laughs> is, is to be in the top 10 for Drew. Yeah. Um, okay, so Bledsoe is eight. I've got a long way to go to catch Bledsoe. Who's number nine? Yeah, 
He's your best. No, I mean, basically, Bledsoe is the last name I knew off the top of my head. Like you, that's that's your bar is getting to Bledsoe. I think is like once you're there, that might take some time. But my point is, you can get to the top ten really quickly. I don't even. Let's see. I'll see if I can find the list again. It was like <laughs> I didn't know most of the names. There's yeah. not a lot of. Oh, you know what, Drew Doughty. You're not passing him for a little Probably while. Not. No offense. No. If uh, um, if Drew Barrymore is listening right now, look out. I'm, com- <laughs> I'm coming for you, Drew Barrymore. Legend. She's number one, not even close, right? Like, she's way more famous than Drew Carey. She's a legend. I think so. I mean, I would say Drew Brees, but that's probably just because we live in our sports bubble. And Drew Carey with the price is right factor. Yeah. That could be. He, he plays really well in like the 65 yeah. and up category. Exactly. The price is I right. I like to judge famous people when I like rank it because my mom has just this over our overall like equal view of the world and in, in so many different ways like she knows a little bit about sports she knows a little bit about entertainment she knows a little bit about this that and the other so i like to say like if my mom would know their name then they're famous like my mom knows who tom brady is my mom probably doesn't know who lamar jackson is so that's where i judge it so i'll let you know when my mom knows your name does she know malik willis though that's the question no chance no chance she knows malik willis's name she will after tomorrow night Mike, what the hell kind of prep was that? Is that what they taught you in Newhouse? Just looking up top 10 lists of the most famous. What are we doing, dude? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought you were I'm a professional fun. broadcaster. I want to see where Michael Lear ranks on the list of most famous Michaels. Though. Way down. He won't crack oh, top 100. Bottom, Probably bottom somewhere between like Jackson and Jordan, I'd say. That's wow, a lot of I'm credit. I'm between them. All right. Somewhere in there. Tyson I'm is, in for that. You know, all right, Hogan, what's your prepped question? Give me a question that's not stupid. I don't have a prepped question. I have a story, Drew, that I told on Brent's show. Uh-huh. We were at WAR together. Somehow I got assigned to review your tape, and I listened to your tape and knew this guy's already better than me. Why am I listening to this guy's <laughs> tape? You were like two years below me, and then it was just one and done. You and Tyler, one and done. You got on to the next person to review. I knew I was out of place. I was like, this guy... <laughs> he should be reviewing my tapes. This is this should not be the. And now two years later, he's calling Syracuse Liberty. So I was right. I nailed that. This guy was better than me. I knew that from the beginning. Oh, uh, Tommy, I don't know about that. I think what really happened is your advice was so good. Yeah. Oh, yes. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> you're you're the key. Yes. You are the key. I actually now that you say that, Tommy, I do remember that Tyler and I had made a talk tape. We were probably breaking down like Syracuse Buffalo basketball yes, or exactly. something. <laughs> we Which like, they had lost. We had our post game show. Yeah, our, our fake double overtime post game show that was Classic. probably so bad. <laughs> no, thanks was, for sitting through that and listening. <laughs> it was <laughs> better than mine. I, I probably did the, the show the night before. I was like, this these guys should have been doing the show. <laughs> I had no business reviewing your tape, let alone hosting the show. That's this what is I had double mind. down. This is double down. We're gonna get back to the bet. Double Down ESPN Radio. We're also on QSportsTalk.com. If you got questions for Drew during the Twitch break, we will uh, we'll ask him those that are in the chat. Um, Drew Carter's with us. He's calling the game on ACC Network tomorrow for Syracuse and Liberty. Drew, you probably know the spread. You're probably not going to talk about it and all that. Plus six for Syracuse. Oh, what? You no, I had no idea. Be... Plus six? What? Wow. What does that even mean? So, here, let's, let's uh, rephrase this. In a non-gambling world, as an unbiased journalist that you are, Yep. Do you think Syracuse is going to lose by six or fewer? <laughs> I mean, we're just talking for fun, of course. Yep. We're just um, talking for fun. Just right. if, it, you know, do you think, well, give me a final score prediction. You can tiptoe <laughs> around this any way you want. No, I, I will. I'm not even going to tiptoe. I'm just going to turn and run the other direction. This is the, <laughs> this is the point of game day where 
Reese Davis goes to Herb Street. Yep. He's like, all right, Kirk's calling the game, so he can't make the he can't make the prediction. But Kirk, <laughs> what are some keys before you hop on that helicopter to wherever you're going for the Saturday night game? I can't make a pick, probably, but I will say this. I do think Syracuse is better than they were last year. I think last year's game was somewhat fluky. Liberty caught fire, no pun intended, for the Flames. They scored those three straight touchdowns. Watching the game, and I'm sure we all remember it in a certain way, but it's easy to forget that Syracuse was tied. It was 14-14 in the second quarter of that game, okay? And and Liberty got on a roll. Syracuse, last year, they kind of rolled over, I think, in a lot of those games. Feels a little bit different to me this year. You're going to have fans in there. It's going to be juiced up. It's the first night game with the renovated dome. Liberty is a little bit better than they were last year, I think, because every team in the country basically is, because nobody lost anyone if they wanted to stay. But I think Syracuse is probably more improved than Liberty is from 2020. And all those things considered, plus the home environment, I would say Syracuse has a better chance of keeping this one close than they did last year. Is that good enough? Fine. Good enough. That was good enough. That gave me enough that I'll make a pick when you're not sitting right there so that you don't have to feel uncomfortable. Now, take it all with a grain of salt, guys, because all I want is a close game. So my job is to be a spinster here and say, here's why the game's going to be close. I might actually think that Liberty's going to win by 70, but my job is to say, hey, tune in (laughs) to ACC Network tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern time. No, in all seriousness, though, I do think Syracuse keeps it kind of close. All right, Drew, the title of this show is Double Down. Yes. Can you work that into your show tomorrow? A little <laughs> double down, Rivers. Uh, Sean Tucker, great run. Syracuse should double down on that and sure. run the next. <laughs> just, just promo the show for us a little bit, all right? I hear Newhouse Mafia this, Newhouse Mafia that. All right. Come on. I can dig it. Yeah, I'll take some of my journalistic integrity and exactly. I'll throw it in the garbage yep. for double down. I'll try to get the reference. Just one play. Clearly. Just one yeah. reference. Well, I mean, we'll have to make it nice and smooth, you know? Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is, you know, request a word from a friend and say, let's see if I can work this in. You know, they might give me a waffle and I'll have to work in waffle or something. That's a lot tougher than double down. I'm just saying, yeah, I know. Double down you can work in and no one would be any the wiser. Exactly. Maybe I will work in a double down. It'll just it'll only be the double down heads in the chat right now that know Drew Carter, fan of the show. And then if you're watching right now on (laughs) Twitch television, you can turn to your friend at the bar and say, Hey, I knew he was gonna say. Exactly. Absolutely. We're counting on yeah, you. Uh, okay. Our Dan Lemitard show does it all the time. Yeah. Does it all the time. With he gets like, these guys. Yeah. With Adnan like Sedan- Burke. Yeah. Sedano. Jorge <laughs> yep. Sedano. I'm asking for you to do it now for me. For one double down, just for you, Tommy. I'll think. I'll be thinking right. of you. I can't say I'll drop your name because I don't know how my bosses. Would Not like asking that. for it. Okay. Good. Just, we just double down. Double down. Yep. We just want double down. Hey, you know, Syracuse missed a fourth down conversion earlier. Is Dino Babers going to double down here on fourth and 26 oh, yeah. from his own 26-yard line? Perfect. That's all I'm asking Absolutely for. Absolutely okay. love it. Okay. Um, all right, we got to take a radio break, but I have one question for Drew that we'll ask just on QSportsTalk.com. I'm sure he's going to tell me I can't answer that, but I have a question for him that I really like. That's coming up next on QSportsTalk.com. On the radio, NFL picks on the other side. You're listening to Double Down on ESPN Radio. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. This is Double Down with Michael Lear and Tommy Hogan. At the table, there'll be time Thanks, voice man, as Brent Axe likes to say. This is Double Down. We're also on QSportsTalk.com if you're listening on ESPN Radio. You can hop in, see me, Tommy, and Drew Carter, who we we said could leave, and he chose to stay, um, still with us. So we're going to go right into our NFL pick. I did, so. I did not have an option. That door was locked. <laughs> I could you not had get an option. I was banging on that thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them know. Um, 
So for the new listeners, a.k.a. Drew, I know he's a loyal listener, but maybe not to our Thursday shows. The way Tommy and I do our NFL picks is we draft the games. And I got first pick because I'm generally a better gambler. And we've already done our first three picks each. So we only have two more picks. And we're going to let Drew give two of his picks as well. Then we'll bring you our six pack at the end of the show. We basically have a ton of picks rest of the way through. So we're, uh, we'll mix Drew in as we go here, but my first pick, right? It's my pick again. I already have an over in the chiefs game. I have Drew's Vikings plus no, two no, 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 and I have no, the Falcons plus two. No, oh yeah. Oh, oh, Vikings and Falcons on one Sunday. Oh, yeah. You gross. have a problem. Yeah. Gross. Get help. Have, it's going to be six <laughs> Sunday. Get help. Um, no. My next pick <laughs> I'm going to go with the Jets getting oh, 10 and a half against Miami. No. I have a disgusting board this oh week. God, it's, it's a horrific board. Oh the Jets defense has actually not been oh, awful. Stop it. You're, oh, you're, you are. Wilson's not going to throw you're four justifying. You're justifying. And you're like an addict. Like, this is too one many time. points. No, it's no. too many points. I'm going to throw up my possibilities tonight just thinking about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. My board is disgusting, but it's the disgusting week of a board, and I like it. Somebody give a pick that's not going to make Drew throw up. <laughs> How about this one, Drew? Vegas minus four against Miami. Jacoby Brissett, you can't yeah. spell elite without Brissett, but still, Derek Carr's been pretty good. Yeah, no, Vegas has been really impressive, but that's why I think this is the week that they completely poop the bed. I mean, it's Vegas. So they even, yeah, that's when John Gruden. Them, when you expect them to be good, they're terrible. When you expect them to be terrible, they're good. It's a little bit like my Minnesota Vikings. A little bit. But no, I think that's that's good value. It feels like they haven't even baked in the fact that Tua is not playing into that line, right? I mean, even if Tua were starting, you'd still take Vegas minus four. Most Nobody knows about have Tua. a one and a half point difference between if Tua was playing or if Brissett was playing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. So you're telling me the Dolphins would be favored on the road against the Raiders with Tua? Why? All what, I'm saying is, is the Sharps say that Tua is a one and a half point difference. Wow. Yeah, I think Raiders are a good bet there. Thank you. Way better right, than Jets what plus do you, What do you got for us, mister? I'm throwing up at Michael's picks. <laughs> hey, Michael, why don't we stick with your theme and take the worst teams in the league? <laughs> I see the Lions. I see the Lions are receiving eight and a half points wow. against Baltimore. I love the Lions. I love the Lions. I knew this you week, would. Dude. I knew you would. Um, sure. Yeah. Why don't. That's a pretty hefty line. Apparently, Lamar Jackson, like, hurt his hip flipping into the end zone or something. No practice today. Uh, stomach bug. Stomach bug and a sore hip. Maybe Lions plus eight and a half is, is the play. I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at the board right now, and I just – here's what I don't want to do is I don't want to be like Michael Lear and just take the worst – I mean, literally the worst <laughs> team in the NFL. That's like – You're going to eat your words on Monday. That's his strategy. How about Jags plus seven and a half home for Arizona? No way. Gross. No way. How about, <laughs> that was my first pick, Arizona minus seven and a half. That's a gross pick. How about Jags, man? Come on. No. All uh, right. So those are your, we're putting your two no, on the board. No, no, I'm no. going to call you on Monday and yell at you. No, I'm just, uh, are you I'm go, messing are around. those your two lions and Jags? No, I'm just, I'm messing around. Um, <laughs> how, all right. Let's make an actual pick here. As I check the board, this is good preparation for me. Clearly I've been dialed in on this Syracuse Liberty game. There you I, go. Wait and, to spin it. And obviously I, I don't know, you know what these uh, numbers mean. KC no. minus 6.5. I'm just a football fan. I don't get it. Yep. Um, <laughs> how about, how about Pittsburgh at home against Cincinnati Steelers only laying three? Uh, that seems a little low for me. I'll take the Steelers in that one. Give me the terrible towels. Is Big Ben healthy? Isn't he questionably healthy? Who cares? Well, he's he's, he hasn't been healthy, healthy in a decade. He he has a walking boot on yes. every Monday for the past 10 years. 
All right, Drew's got the Steelers to cover. Uh, we'll give our next two, and then we'll let you round out the segment, okay. Drew, and then you ready. can run to possibilities. All right, my last pick in the draft. Ooh, what's going to not get me made fun of? Um, <laughs> I'm taking a lot of dogs. I have all dogs right now. Um, dogs have been good this year, though. I will say that. At, at the start of every season, I like that. Dogs Spin deliver. zone. Yeah. New England plus three at home. I don't think it's a good spot for the Saints at all. They've been on the road because of the hurricane this entire time. They're probably exhausted. I think Bill Belichick at home. I'm I'm loving it. Um, I think it's going to be like a Monday where we basically say, are the Saints bad? Is New England good? We have no idea what's going on three weeks into the season with either team. So give me New England plus three. I don't know who your bookie is, Michael, but the Patriots are favored by three. So yeah, I mean, if, if you could give me your bookie's number, on? just yeah. a nightmare, a nightmare of a segment he from said, the voice of the Utica Comets. He said he he was the best gambler on the show. He's certainly not proving three. it. Give me new, you know what? Give me New England minus three. Then. I like it. I like the confidence. <laughs> just let it ride. All right, my my final pick here will be uh, the Washington football team plus seven against Whoa, Buffalo. That's not going to play well in this demo. I know, I know, but we're in it to win money here. And Josh Allen, Brent X tells me that Josh Allen has not been impressive so far. I'm a Colts fan, so I haven't watched any Bills. Uh, <laughs> football team, very I good. I cover Central New York, yeah. and I have not watched a Bills Correct. game. Transparency. Uh Full team, great defense. Really good defense. I think they'll keep it a close game. I don't think they win the game, but I think they keep it close. Football team, great defense. How many points did they give up to Daniel Jones last week? We don't talk about that. <laughs> they On paper, we're two weeks in. Don't bring Drew, up on one of paper. the two games they played, Drew. On don't paper. bring up one of their two games. How about this? Facts. Motivation. Motivation to go. play I better. I love that spin. Giving up so time. many points to Daniel Jones. We, we can't do that to Josh Allen. That's good. I see that. That plays a factor. It, it, it's, it's a hefty line. Washington's pretty good. I like that. Thank you. All right, Drew, last pick, and then we got to do the radio break thing again. Yeah. Are you ready for the uh, stone cold lead, lead pipe lock of the week or whatever you call it? Yep. Um, the Chicago Bears, <laughs> led by one Justin Fields, are going to Cleveland, a metropolis of America, and getting seven and a half points from the Browns. Way too high. Give me the Bears. And I'll even go one step further. Give me the Bears' money line. Whoa. I Whoa. love Justin Fields. He, here we go. We like narratives in radio, right? Playing in Ohio. He was pretty good the last time he played in Ohio. Remember that? Playing for the Buckeyes? Give me Justin Fields to win in his first NFL start against a very overrated Browns team. Whoa. Yeah. Drew Carter picks the Bears and admits that he knows what money line means all in the same <laughs> 10 seconds. Sprinkle that is dangerous. Um, all right. We're going to come back, give our final couple picks. But, Drew, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you run away and get out the locked door. Thank you so much for coming on. Good luck tomorrow. Have fun. It's a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Unlock the door for him, Jordan. (laughs) This is Double Down on ESPN Radio. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad Buy all of the things I never had This is Double Down with Michael Lear and Tommy Hogan. Welcome back. Double Down on ESPN Radio. Super fired up to give you just our six-pack picks. Here's how it's going to work. We're going to give you a couple picks in this quick 20 seconds, and then we're going to take a break. We're going to do it all on the QSportsTalk.com page. Um, My pick that I like is Buffalo Tees to minus one and a half and Arizona to minus one and a half. I'll explain later. Tommy, give one pick. I like Chargers plus six and a half. 
Jordan, what do you got? Shout out Scooter in Jamesville. Give me Mark Ingram rushing yards over 38 and a half. Player props coming on QSportsTalk.com. All right, I got a couple more picks on QSportsTalk.com as well. Get to it right now. We're going to wrap the show up on radio, but be at QSportsTalk.com for our best picks of the entire week coming out in just a couple of minutes. This is Double Down on ESPN Radio.